This podcast is meant to entertain, enlighten, and encourage. It is not meant to be taken as specific medical advice or to be used as a specialized training program. You should always consult a licensed medical professional with any serious issues that you might be having, and you alone are responsible for your own mental and physical health. Let's get crunk! You did it! (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to do an intro because I don't know what the intro is going to be yet, so we're going to workshop it, like, from this point on. Okay. But basically, this is it. This is the show. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is called Gym Buds for Life. My buddy. We are the Gym Buds for Life um, because we're married, and we also like to go to the gym. And by gym, I mean our house <laughs> because we don't go to the gym. We work out at home. But one of us is just an insufferable know-it-all, and the other one is trained in certified health and fitness uh, education. Not to educate, but to train. (laughs) (laughs) One of us is a certified personal trainer. That's it. And the other one is just full of it. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah, I'm Dan. I'm Carrie. Hello. Um... And uh, this is the show. Welcome. But like most trips to the gym, we're just going to kind of fun for about for a while and then eventually get around to that workout. We're not going to be working out <laughs> just next to a microphone for 20 minutes. Not right now. We're going to talk about uh, some workout stuff and some health and fitness stuff. But basically, uh, we just get together and we have a good time. We're friends. Yeah. And we, uh we want to be your friend, yeah. Um, but we're not going to give you our contact information, probably, because we want to be um, like parasocial friends. Yeah. <laughs> so it is um, beginning of the year. I'm not going to be super specific when we do these because I'm not sure how immediately I'm going to get them edited and put it out. So it's not going to be like today's today's news. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's uh it's right after Christmas, so yeah. we've had all kinds of Christmas times. We just went on a big wintry walk. Mm-hmm. It was mostly slush. It wasn't really snow. We have gotten out twice so far in the new year, and I am loving it. Now it's Christmas. I mean, I was there. Yes. But... <laughs> after being sick, Christmas was fantastic. It was a little it was a little down at first, um, but it seems like everybody was sick. It seems kind of like everybody understands. There's days where you are festive, and there's days where you just have to lay around and watch Christmas movies, so I had a good bit of that, but there were also some really precious moments, and, um, you know, there's something special about the twinkle of the tree lights and being in pajamas, and even when you're sick, you can still look at the tree and just be thankful. (laughs) And you just hear Josh Groban's voice just appear (laughs) from nowhere. Yeah, and then you watch It's a Wonderful Life. (laughs) you realize that things really are okay (laughs) but the new year's been great I have been feeling a lot better and the new year's always exciting anyways I mean everyone's got that little after Christmas buzz of let's do things different (laughs) yeah how was your Christmas you were there I know (laughs) (laughs) no it was good uh I was very sick Uh but yeah We had a really good pre-Christmas, though, like right before we got sick and before it was actual Christmas, when it was like the 10th or like the 12th, and we were like shopping around a little, and the lights were up everywhere, and just walking around with little lattes. I feel like we had a really good like pre-Christmas game on, Mm. and uh, it's, it's really sad. I was thinking about how really the Christmas season lasts like one month, and... I know that that could seem really long to some people, but, like, knowing that I view, like, winter and Christmas as, like, its own season, and summer here is, like, eight months. So we have, like, eight months of summer, and then fall is glorious, like, when it finally cools off, but fall really can last, like, kind of the September to November, which is, like, three months. So then Christmas is just kind of, like, 
bam, it's like here before you know it and then gone before you know it. So I really try to soak up those little moments of, of mistletoe. <laughs> and for those that don't know, which is everybody, because this is the first episode and we haven't said a word about it. Uh, we live in the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia. So yeah. it's just a little bit south of that Mason-Dixon line and, and stays warm for a good while. I think we have six months of summer. And so the rest of the seasons are dispersed between that other six months. So it's really like, it's honestly like one month of fall. Mm. I'm trying to do the math. <laughs> so well, two, months, have... two months of yeah. winter and three months of spring. Yeah. Spring's always super nice. But there is that day where you're like, oh, I've got on my jeans and my spring jacket. Can't wait to go out. And you're like, boom, should have wore shorts. <laughs> but yeah, Christmas is... Come and go on, and barely got to see all the Christmas movies we wanted to watch. Yeah. I really come around on some of the things that, it, like, the obnoxious argument of, is it a Christmas movie or not? Like Die Hard. Yeah. I never thought Die Hard was a Christmas movie, and I always thought it was the most obnoxious thing in the world that everyone, well, not everyone, but just... Some. You know, you yeah. know them, that they're like <laughs> trying to say, well, yeah, Christmas, die hard Christmas movie. And it's like, yeah, it happens at Christmas, but whatever. And I never really bought into that. But I have come around by some very specific criteria that die hard Iron Man three and mm -hmm. gremlins are all their Christmas movies. Yeah. And the criteria are Christmas drives the plot. Yeah. There are Christmas songs in them. Yes. And there's Christmassy stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> and no, 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 no. The third, I, I, I forgot. The third thing is um, if you like re rejigged it a little bit, it would be a Christmas version of whatever the genre is. Uh huh. So, like, Die Hard, it's a Christmas party. Yeah. That's why he's going to visit his wife. Spoilers for Die Hard. <laughs> no, no. That's why he's going to visit his wife. And there's Christmas music in it. Yeah. Like when they're fighting, like when it's explosions, it's not just like they walk by a Salvation Army person and there's music, but like I remember music during the actual scenes of mm -hmm. the action scenes. And if you rejigged it, it would be. Like a rom-com. I was going to say. <laughs> like it would be, yeah. oh, he's going to visit his wife. It's at the Christmas party. Like if you rejigged it and made it a little funnier and a uh -huh. little less, you know, dire and, and life-threatening, it would be, oh, you know, our Christmas party has been hijacked by terrorists. Yeah. And we're like getting back together over the course of that. It yes. would be a, a Christmas rom-com and it would 100% be a Christmas movie. I was going to say, it has the heart of what you want a Christmas movie to be is that in the end, like, there's that family time and they hug and it's like, oh, there's forgiveness, there's reconciliation. Like, there's that theme of, like, the heartwarming theme, regardless of the action. And then Gremlins, like, it, it it's a Christmas present. Yeah. The guy is getting for his kid and so he gets this weird creature. And then there's obviously Christmas music and Christmas stuff going on the whole time and if you rejigged it reworked it it would be a Christmas themed horror movie yeah and it, I mean it kind of already is but like like everyone everybody's like you know I don't know what I don't know I don't know what Christmas themed <laughs> horror movie because I don't, I, don't, I don't watch any of what them. are those ones with the Santa's always killing everybody yeah it's, it's like not really uh, Silent Night or something like that I was gonna say right. Santa's sleigh but that's from that terrible movie that terrible <laughs> fake Christmas horror movie from <laughs> Ernest Saves Christmas oh I, I love Ernest <laughs> um, but um so yeah it would actually be a Christmas horror movie so this week's subject is uh New Year's resolutions um a lot of people make them, a lot of people break them. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people fake them? <laughs> yep. That's, that's okay. That, that's all, yeah. That's, um, I personally never really liked New Year's resolutions, but oddly enough, this year, 
things are kind of fall. Sorry, I'm, I did a big burp there. <laughs> As I'm talking about New Year's resolutions and we're doing this podcast about health and fitness, I'm drinking an enormous beer. <laughs> I'm drinking this. That has a piece of pie with ice cream on it on the picture. I'm drinking this tall boy can of beer. It's a, uh, it's a a la mode vanilla uh, ale, but <laughs> After having a big we, we we went on an enormous walk as yeah. well. We probably walked like four miles. Actually, it was four miles. I checked. Yeah, so we walked downtown because we thought, oh, it'll be a wonderful winter wonderland, which it was not. It was <laughs> but not. it was still nice to be out. But we thought we'd we'd walk down since the roads would probably be bad and get breakfast and everything because like that's something that we do is like we fit in activity. Even if we're not actively working out, mm-hmm. I'm gonna quit clicking this pen. Last click, there we go. <laughs> it's out. I can write with it, and I'm done clicking it. Um, but yeah, so I just I did a big burp because I'm drinking a beer while we do this, talking about New Year's resolutions. Clearly, dry January is not my New Year's resolution, but um, something that we have done this week that we haven't really done in the past is like get to bed on time. Yes, and. Um, Oh, sorry, the screen went crazy there for a second. It was I've never seen a screensaver on this Mac. Me it just said Daniel's MacBook. And it scared me because I thought it was freezing up. Mm. Um but I, I mean I just sort of set a, a loose guideline that was like because we stay up so late. Yeah. And it's just like it's a thing for me, it's like a mental thing where like I feel like it's quitting if I go to bed before a certain time, or I feel like I haven't lived enough because like we both work full time right now and you get home and you feel like you just want to have some kind of life outside of work and for me I just push that and push that and push that until it's 11 at night and then you know find that I can say okay I spent almost as much time at home as I did (laughs) you know working for somebody else um but I just sort of gave a loose guideline of like it's 7 30 that means whatever you're doing drop it and like dinner needs to be on the table <laughs> and and for some people that's probably like insane yeah but like we've we we are very much on like a mediterranean schedule yeah. we eat at like nine um sometimes ten. <laughs> yeah sometimes but, ten a flexible nine <laughs> yeah so that i mean that's sort of been a thing with us and we've made it work and yeah we just have for years i mean we've been together well, we've been together 12 years, married 10 years, and we just have had times in our life where we have evening stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's like kind of by necessity we had to eat late. And then we just kind of figured out like, you know, after work, we can just hammer out some stuff, do this, do that. And then we just kind of never changed. Mm-hmm. We were always working on stuff like we were involved, super involved in a bunch of stuff. And so we were always working on that. Mm-hmm. And then fitness or you know, exercise and workouts and training and stuff like that has always been something we prioritize. So if it's late, we're still going to get a workout. Yeah, in. just do it anyways. Like, so it's like we might be working out at 730. Yeah. And then get a shower and then get dinner. And so it's it's been like that's sort of been the template that has just carried over. Yeah. Um, for years now. Which has worked, but um, we're not recommending it. Like it's just kind of what we had to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just been part of our journey. And we had a really good week of, like, consistent change. It was, I'm I'm really proud of us. I'm really proud of us. Yeah, so, like, that's where I, you know, kind of have to, I don't know, like, eat crow on New Year's resolutions is because it, it basically fell on New Year's. Yeah. It was, <laughs> like, we had, we had New Year's off, so... We kind of had like a a soft reset of our schedule and it just sort of worked that like it wasn't the actual impetus for the change, but it did provide a convenient time to do it. And I Mm -hmm. guess that's where I fall on New Year's resolutions is it's not the time to, you know, make this a be all end all because it's the new year, you know, new year, new me, because as far as I'm concerned, that really sets you up for this terrible crushing defeat later, because at some point you're probably going to have, 
you know, not, I don't want to say a relapse, but like you're probably going to have a setback. If you say like, you know, I'm going to work out five days a week for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. something's going to come up. And if it's in March that you only get to work out twice a week and you've had all of this time, like you've, you've made it till March mm-hmm. with your resolution. And it's like, I'm doing it. It's great. Like this is the first day of the rest of my life. And then that continues. And then that first time, I think that's what knocks people off of the resolutions yeah. is that first time, because I've like struggled with addiction in, in different areas. And that's always been the worst thing for me is like feeling like I have everything ready to go and like, you know, in place and under control. And then the first time something knocks me off, that's been what pushes me back into like negative patterns is, is feeling like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm rolling along great. And this is the new me. Anytime I see the old me after that, it just makes me think like, well, I'm never going to change when I feel like real change happens gradually and it happens from consistency and it happens from, you know, small change and, you know, not saying like, oh, because the new year is here, I'm changing this, but saying like, you know, no matter what, no matter what time it is. And it, it just so happens for a lot of people that's after the holidays when we're all overindulging. And everyone's like, I am so sick of this. I am ready for a complete change. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like for me, like I've always kind of thought of it as like, it's like mowing the lawn, you know, you're going to have to do it again. You know, Mm -hmm. if you, if you do a perfect job on it, great. But even if you didn't, you'd still have to do it again. And so that's sort of where I'm at with like workouts and stuff is I want to do the best workout I can, but the, the most important thing is consistency yeah. and just showing up for it and, and making it, you know, the, um, we watch, uh, Sarah Beth yoga on YouTube and we really love, you know, love to, her. to follow yeah. along with, with the different yoga plans and everything. And something she always says is, um, your best practice is your daily practice. Mm-hmm. And she says like, it's more important to do a shorter word, a shorter, you know, routine every day than, you know, a bigger one once. Which we found out is true <laughs> yeah. going from like a couple of years ago, never doing yoga, like stretching here and there. I don't even remember when we started yoga. I feel like it was like, I don't know, three, four months ago um, where we just kind of decided like, Hey, we need some yoga, my back, my legs, my joints. And I don't even like, I can't pinpoint the starting point of when we said, let's just do some yoga together for 10 minutes a morning. And now it like feels wrong when we don't do it. And I don't even really know how we started that up. But sometimes I love how those best habits, like you don't have to say, all right, this is the year I'm doing 10 minutes of yoga a day. We just kind of were like, hey, you ready for yoga in 10 minutes? Like, let's go do. And I'll be like, yeah. So it's kind of just like every morning showing up and doing that practice, just like you were saying. Because we never made a commitment like this is the year we're doing yoga yeah. for 10 minutes morning. We were just kind of like, let's try, let's try this week or let's try today. Mm-hmm. And I think really breaking it down is that secret, secret weapon. And I feel like that was a huge breakthrough. And I think I want to do an episode on this later of like breakthroughs. Like what's yeah. the biggest breakthrough like with health and fitness or, you know, exercise or, you know, habits or whatever, kind of like that. But I think that was something huge for me because I would do like a big workout once or twice a week. And like, I just got much better results from more frequent workouts, just shorter and more specific and, and more, you know, tailored to, you know, a certain thing that I was trying to accomplish with it. Yeah, I totally agree. And I love, I love, I don't know, just the track that you're on. I'm going to jump on the track that you're already on. Get on this track. (laughs) I'm just going to jump right on board here. Saddle up. So, um, is it a track or a horse? (laughs) It's a, it's a racing horse. We're on the track already. Oh, it's a track. I'm on a horse on a track. It's a horse track. (laughs) It's a horse track. (laughs) So, um, I, (laughs) I didn't know what kind of track I was on. (laughs) Well, I knew the whole time. So I was ready to go. 
But that was a really good bit you just did. I appreciated that. Um, but uh, The bit about the racing or the bit about exercise? <laughs> the bit about exercise and resolutions. It's a really funny bit about the horse. <laughs> no, I was... Mm-hmm. Um, I just totally agree with the concept of breaking it down. And I'm kind of kind of the opposite. I've always loved resolutions because I'm excited. I'm just an excited person. I love fresh things, new things. I love having vision though. Like as much as on a silly like side, I really like new things and freshness. And so I can just get all sparkly eyed about the new year because I'm easy to excite. But on the other hand, um, I think it's really important to have vision. And I feel like having a resolution, um, you know where you want to go in the next year. And I do feel like it could be really intimidating if you say, okay, this is the year I'm going to lose 50 pounds, or this is the year I'm going to run a marathon, or this is the year, like, I don't know, some other big goal like that. I feel like it's, it's great to have that because you know where you want to end up. But something that I talk like with my clients about and what I've learned personally is, breaking it down to be a realistic goal is like set a smaller goal that's a big part of the goal. So instead of saying I want to lose 50 pounds in a year, say I want to lose four pounds a month, one pound a week, and then you have a small goal to work towards and it doesn't feel like this huge mountain you have to climb. And sure, you know, you've probably heard this before, but it's just really that one step at a time. And it's so satisfying if you set a goal of like, you know, I don't know if I'm really going to make it to do a hundred workouts this year. That seems like really intense. But if I say today, I'm just going to get a workout in. Doesn't matter if it's an hour, doesn't matter if it's 15 minutes. Today, I'm just going to make time and do a workout or walk like this. Today, I'm going to walk on my lunch break. And then by the time you know it, like if you do that in a series of days, you've worked up to where you want to be. So I totally support having a vision for the year, but you have to scale it down so that you know how to get there. Otherwise, you do just set yourself up for failure and saying, like, this was the year I was going to fit into this size of pants, but I never made it. And it's so crushing. Whereas instead, be like, hey, like, let's focus on one walk a day or like, let's focus on no sweets for one day rather than saying like, I'm never going to eat dessert when we go out or I'm never going to, I'm not going to drink this whenever, like just today, I'm just going to have one slice of this, this week and just break it down like that. It makes it so much more rewarding because you, you actually can do it. And when you figure out that you actually can do those small steps, you'll, you'll make it on the big steps. And small goals, if you let down a small goal, it's not going to be as crushing as when you let yourself down on a big goal. Because, like, I wasn't going to eat as many chips as I ate yesterday. But that wasn't, like, that. W- my whole day wasn't pivoting on how many chips I ate. I just, in the moment, was like, you know, I'm probably going to close this bag and not have more chips. But then I got one more handful first. And I'm not proud of that moment. But I did go for a super big walk today. I stretched. And I, I had other, like, I drank all of my water that I was supposed to drink up to this time. So I had all these little goals. So that one failure, like, didn't make me a failure. I was succeeding at all of these other little things. So it was just something that happened. It didn't have any power over me. So, yeah. And then also, like, with the the better sleep pattern, mm. like, part of that is sometimes saying, like, okay, you know, if I can get a workout in, great. Like if it's getting close to that deadline where I've said, like, it doesn't matter what's going on. It's like dinner time and then wind down in bedtime. Then it's like, I'm going to do some push-ups, some pull-ups and some setups, and then I'm done. And it's going to take me like seven minutes, but I did something. Mm-hmm. And every time that you, you kind of like, you, you feed that wolf. There's two <laughs> wolves in each of us, and you feed whichever wolf you feed. But like, you just, it's like, it's like putting a coin in that piggy bank yeah. is like. Yeah. And I think, um, I am inspired by just how strong we are as humans. 
we are so strong and I feel like there might be times where you want to make a change but you feel like you just don't have the strength or you just you are afraid to bet on yourself because you're going to let yourself down because you've done it before because you've made you've said you know I'm going to lose the weight or I'm going to work out or I'm going to be a better person in a different way it doesn't even have to be fitness related maybe you were like I'm going to get a job that I love like maybe you committed to something and let yourself down over and over um I just want to say, like, I I so believe that we are stronger than we think and that we are the only things holding us back from what we really want. And it's kind of like you've got a hold of yourself. And I know that, you know, there's all of these memes about having, like, to defeat yourself and it's you versus you. But honestly, if you're strong enough... <laughs> Killian Murphy or, or Tom Hardy, and they're sitting there from one of those shows that everybody loves, and it's like... Oh, I was a sheep, but not a lion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, Go you're on. good. It's kind of like you've got this, I don't know, other part of yourself that you feel like is weak, but I feel like you can turn that perspective around and instead say there's a really strong part of me because it has been fighting against me. So on the times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I just don't have it in me. I'm like, actually, I've had it in me to like <laughs> hold myself on the couch and not get up from a workout. So I know there's a part of me that is like so headstrong and so determined that it's like keeping me from things. And I'm just going to convince that person to do what I want it to do. And it's kind of like you can just manipulate this part of you into making yourself the success you want to be rather than holding you back. So you're not weak, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not weak, in my opinion. Like, even when we're failing, it's because we're really strong. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know if you were, like, the question asker or if I was supposed to ask questions too, but I was just going to ask you if you personally had resolutions set for this year or if they're vague or not. Um, Honestly, like, I didn't set any for this year because, like, there have been... And this isn't even really to do with, um, like fitness, but like, there's been a couple different years where I was like, I am definitely going to do this. I'm going to like work on this creative thing. I'm going to get it done, you know, come hell or high water. It, it's, it's happening. And like, when you don't hit those, it's just, it's so crushing. And it's just mm -hmm. like, you know, we have our goals and stuff up on the, on the blackboard and we've like. And I've, I feel like I've struck through so many of those because I put a date on it mm -hmm. or because I said a number, but like when I just say, just do a thing, like just like the goal is to just finish something. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's, there's really no date on that. And that's, that's kind of why, like, I have to like grudgingly say like New Year's resolutions can be a good thing. Like because this time around so far it's working like with like our schedule and everything but really for me like new year's it just it can't be it's it's a really cool like sort of spiritual thing of like you know new life new you know there's a there's a sort of a ceremonial thing like we as the human tribe in you know different nations i think we all share the same calendar really at this point so everybody <laughs> sort of does this new year and and others do other new years as well um like there's sort of a tribal thing of like the new year and i think that's cool to observe and i think it it's important but for me it's like it just hasn't it hasn't worked mm -hmm. so i don't think i i don't think i i even had any in mind really yeah 2020 like after everything kind of busted loose, like in 2020. Yeah. And if you don't know what happened in 2020, <laughs> like I think you're just blocking it out. I don't think I need to go into detail what happened in 2020. Sure. Um, I was like, no, like this is going to be my year. And I think in some ways it was. I think I overcame some things and I think I learned to grow through um, adversity and, and some different difficulties. But like it wasn't my year. It wasn't anybody's year. Like there, there were things that we gained yeah. through that like we would the year I got my um personal training certification so mm -hmm. like I got certified that year so like there would be like some things that we got to do that we wouldn't have necessarily because of all the craziness and it's like it it did provide oddly like opportunity in the midst of like 
just chaos and devastation for for other things and it was definitely still hard it it, it did not end up being my year in the way that i said it was going to be yeah. um i feel like subsequently after that like the next year wasn't my year and the next year wasn't my year and like yeah last year was kind of fine <laughs> you know what I mean? so it's like but i was like i really made that determination and like i think some things happened in the background and kind of on the back burner that it's like no like in, in a way it was your year but to say like no, this is the year that it's all going to come good. Like, I'm just going to take it a step at a time. That's really how I've handled yeah. New Year's resolutions. And I think that's totally fine. I think that it's great if you... Because you're, you're actively doing things that are healthy habits and you are still, like, trying new things. It doesn't mean that if you don't have a resolution that you don't have goals. Hmm. So it's fine to not have New Year's resolutions. But did you, though? Um. Yeah. I think so. I'm still in the middle of like, <laughs> I'm still in the middle of making those. So, um, me and my friend group were talking about this and like, we like to encourage each other. I've been really blessed with like a really good support group with my friends. And, um, one of like, we were talking about wanting to set goals, but not wanting to set us up for failure. So just kind of like goals that we hope to achieve this year, but if they take more than a year, that's fine. It's just kind of, like I said, with vision, it's just kind of refreshing our vision and just making sure that we're going where we want to go and like just kind of evaluating where we're at, what the last year was, just kind of some reflection and some uh, of what we want to happen. So we we kept it vague because we knew we didn't want to set ourselves up for failure. And um I said, like, what are some things also that you just kind of want to do in the new year? It's not just things you have to change. It's not just the weight loss and whatever. So um, we were chatting about things. And one of my friends actually had the idea of making bingo cards for us with the things that we want to do. So some of them are like resolutions of like, okay, I'm going to get enough sleep. But some of them are just fun of like, I'm going to go visit this friend I don't see. Um, so I'm really excited to make those bingo cards with my friends, but I have to come up with 24 total things. So I'm in the middle of doing that. Um, but otherwise resolutions was that, well, let me share that last year's resolution was really good. I had a resolution that I wanted to run more, um, and just be able to go on jogs and cause I really, I hated that for a period of time. And I am fine with, if you hate a certain exercise, you don't need that exercise to have a healthy life. And for a season, I hated running and I didn't do it and I didn't want to. And that was fine because I did weightlifting and I did other cardio and I did yoga. And I feel like I don't want anyone to feel like if you don't do one certain thing, you can't become healthy. That's not true. You can, you can, everybody can find their own thing. But last year's resolution, I wanted to run more and I ended up running about twice a week and I didn't go super far. I didn't go super fast, but it was a consistent habit and I loved that. So I'm just kind of going to renew that is that I would like to run twice a week again this year. Um, just cause I got sick for a couple months. I had some toe surgeries for a couple months and I really got off of it a few times, but in the middle of winter, I'm, we'll see if I started on a treadmill or not. I love going outside, but I, I want to get back to, I want to do uh, running twice a week again this year. Awesome. Yeah. That big old circle to explain that question. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah. That, and like that, that's attainable that's not you know yeah that's not you know pie in the sky like I want to be in the best shape of my life which is sort of like hard to quantify like right to, again because there's so many how many uh how many things of, of fitness are there I'm gonna, oh the seven dimensions yeah, of wellness yeah seven dimensions of wellness I'm <laughs> yeah gonna, I'm gonna this podcast is gonna be me like periodically <laughs> pop quizzing you because you actually know like the nitty-gritty of a lot of this stuff sure. and I just sort of have a vague idea but yes, seven dimensions. So there's all these different things that like you could say, oh, I want to be in the best shape of my life. It's like, well, what do you mean really? Yeah. If you're not emotionally healthy, being physically healthy, you know, it you have to balance it out. You mm. have to be socially, relationally healthy, mm. uh, environmentally healthy, having that sense of purpose in your life, sense of satisfaction in, in your work. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we have to be a holistic approach to wellness mm. and to health. It's not just... It's not just about being a certain size or a certain weight or running a marathon, you know, having a, a specific goal, but being healthy 
um, your mental health is so important. And if you're not paying attention to other areas of your life, it's not really health. So I totally agree with balancing it out, keeping an eye on all parts of you. So I think that'd be a good ender for that subject of um, New Year's resolutions is can you like just like give a quick overview of the seven dimensions of health and like just what it like what that balance would look like? Yeah, uh, let's see. So sometimes it's seven dimensions, sometimes it's six dimensions. Mm. Um, it just depends on like where you get your resources from. But those are usually um, physical either emotional or mental, mm -hmm. um, social, which is relational, mm -hmm. um, environmental, which mm -hmm. would be kind of like you could take it as having a roof over your head, having um, clean water to drink, mm. um, but also another one is occupational, so that you want to be doing something you believe in, mm -hmm. not just a job that you hate or not just even occupational, like, um, you know, that can include your house chores, like, you know, it's all, all the active things that we're doing. And then the last one, um, depending on where you get, you know, your resources from, sometimes it's six, sometimes it's seven. So the other one would be intellectual because um, you're always learning. So it's not just like being book smart, but it's being curious, you know, it's engaging with nature and with things around you and with people around you. And then last, um, spiritual, you know, your faith, whatever it is um, that you just have a, you have a spirit and you have like a spirit, um, journey, whether it would be, you know, believing in God or believing in, you know, goodwill, um, something that you hold on to as like a value in your life. So that, that core value. So with all of those dimensions, um, it's important. It, it sounds like a lot. It sounds really overwhelming of like, oh my gosh, there's so much to focus on in my life. How am I going to get my act together? But, you, but same, we all do it anyway. Yeah. Like it, it's all things that like, as you were saying all that, I was like, gosh, you know, that's that, yeah, the improving our environment as far as like, you know, it, when you're talking about like the roof over your head or like, oh yeah, you know, I, you know, maybe I've got all these things in place, but then like where I live is it like falling down around me and like, right. there's things I could do to change that and like just a little shift of focus and so yeah yeah that's yeah it's cool to see and it, you don't have to have each of these perfect to be a healthy person mm -hmm. perfection is not the goal it's just being aware of these parts of you and trying to take good care of yourself mm -hmm. it's that self-care and so it's not focusing on you know strictly uh going to work to make money and you know not having any relationships and disconnecting yourself but it's just making sure that you you know, if you're working out that you also have good relationships in a support system, or maybe your emotional health is really great, but you really need to change your diet and eat more vegetables. It's just making sure that you have balances in these areas. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect in any of these areas. Mm -hmm. So I really, I loved learning about it. And even the reminders about it, I'm just like, oh yeah, I have not checked up on this part of me. Like, mm -hmm. let's, let's check in with this part of our life. How are we doing? How are we doing spiritually? Am I feeling like I've got hope? Am I feeling like I'm loved? And then you know where to go from there. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, reach out, get some help. <laughs> sometimes you don't know, but it sets you on that on that path of like figuring it out and, and making positive changes. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, talk about what this week's workout is, because we finally got around to our to our workout. To change. <laughs> we've been we've been standing here in the gym, <laughs> just kind of wondering what that machine is over there. It looks it says it works your traps, and I'd like to do that, but I'm not sure. Not sure I've got the. <laughs> I'm not sure I've got the social uh, strength to to wander past those people who look like they know what they're doing. Yeah. And, and get on it. <laughs> I filled my water bottle enough times. I should be ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Take another sip. Top it off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, my my thing is usually it's like a four day split, and it's like I'll do chest and back. I'll do um, next day like legs and core. Um, next day is like arms and core and then the day after is sort of like 
just a pickup. It's just like if I'm not doing enough shoulders, if I'm not getting like rotator cuff, if, there, if there's things in there that I'm not training, I try to train those things and core again. So nice. that's like that's that's this week's workout. Solid core in that in that <laughs> workout. Well, I, there's a friend of mine who's in the Air Force that I used to work out with, and he always said every day is ab day. And honestly, I think that's a great idea. It's what I've ascribed to. Um, <laughs> it's what I've ascribed to ever since. Um, because your core is so important. And yeah, it's like, totally. Aesthetically, yeah. You know, we all want to look good. And, you know, the the more you can, can strengthen those muscles and trim that down and everything, like um, what what sheds excess fat is more so like diet and cardio probably, but like, Muscle definitely eats eats that fat. Oh yeah, muscle it, definitely. Weight training so good for it. You know, muscle consumes a lot of calories over the course of a day as far as your body mass. So, if you have muscles developed in your core, that's going to help. You know, over time, and then eventually, once those are revealed, yeah, you look good and it's great. But like, just because I. I have a suspicion that I have like an underlying start of a hernia, mm. which I could have for the rest of my life and won't ever be a serious issue. But part of that is having a strong core. Mm -hmm. And that's part of why I ascribe to that. Like there's a lot of things that people do for looks that as long as they're doing them right, also really help with their health mm -hmm. in a lot of really meaningful ways and I think core strength is one of those things yeah I actually find that whenever I do strengthen my core more which I don't know why it seems so hard I could do arm day every day I just <laughs> I'm I am such a sucker for some workouts and I just get in a group of like what day we on oh we could do arm day but I'm like when I do train core more often I have a lot less back pain and hip pain, like mm -hmm. especially my lower back, mm -hmm. just because my posture is right. And I, I mean, it's holding your whole body together. So I totally, I totally support that. Mm -hmm. I feel like for some reason, my core muscles get super sore when I work out. And that's a good um, notification for me that they're not strong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I, would, I was going to name drop um, Athlean X, um, Jeff Cavalier on mm -hmm. YouTube anyway, because um, so much of his stuff has to do with like physical therapy and posture and just, yeah. you know, overall strength and, and mobility and health and things like that. But I just watched a video from him where he talked about when you have soreness, even when you're inactive, a lot of times that's from your body seeking stability mm. and it will do it however it needs to subconsciously like and that's often from tightening up mm. so like when different areas of our body aren't developed to where they're providing the support our body subconsciously tightens those up mm. to keep them from coming out of place so that it can have the stability that it yeah. needs whether or not it's getting it from like our active like development mm -hmm. and I was like oh that's interesting because like I definitely get sore you know my back gets sore and things like that when, yeah. I, when I'm not as active and it's interesting to think of it like oh your body's just tightening up mm -hmm. to try to keep those things from coming out of place um and that's why you get soreness even though you're not even exercising mm. cool in case I forget to do it yeah I'm gonna do like the little disclaimer thing where I'm like Whatever we say, like, this is not medical advice. Like, we, like, this is not, this podcast is not meant to um, diagnose, treat, or cure any illness. Like, like you should, you should consult your own <laughs> um, physician. You should, yes. like, you know, take all of this with a grain of salt. Yeah. But not too much salt because blood pressure. <laughs> but some salt, especially if you're sweating. <laughs> yes, we are just sharing what works for us and what works for us is going to be really different than what works for you. You know, if something, if you, if you glean from this, great. Um, but we are not doctors and so we're just sharing our journey and sharing, uh, like what we have found to be helpful. Mm -hmm. So good disclaimer. Is it my workout of the week time? Yeah. My workout of the week. Okay. <laughs> So, um, I'm coming out of a phase of just like you working out, not as often as I want because of the holidays and just having a whole bunch of extra stuff on my plate. 
So it worked really well for me at that time to work out about two or three days a week. And I was just hitting all the body groups each time. And that was really fun. Um, I, I love mixing it up. So I love having a workout routine for like a couple months and then doing something totally different. So I'm just, I'm phasing out of my old routine, which was to do kind of like what I would call an ABC style, um, which would be like arms, core, and legs. So I would do um, 15 reps of arms, 15 reps of core, 15 reps of legs, and do that set one more time. Um, so I would do two or three sets, arms, core, legs, arms, core, legs, and then do a different exercise, arms, core, legs. Um, and just do that about anywhere from half hour to an hour, depending on how good I felt. And core could be abs or back, so I would do a little bit of both. Um, and then I would do kind of just three total body workouts a week. But now that I hopefully will be able to do five days a week like I did this week, choo-choo, um, like I did this week. <laughs> like I did this week, choo-choo. <laughs> I guess that's that was the, like a little... That's the train <laughs> hitting the track. <laughs> but it's a horse track. <laughs> but there's also a train. Oh, this is good. <laughs> it's like in the Western times. Yep. All right. <laughs> Where horses race trains. <laughs> Okay. And they bet on it with gold nuggets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm working out closer to like five days a week, um, and I'm incorporating more cardio now that I'm not sick, because whenever I was sick, I was mostly doing um, just weight training and yoga. Um, now that I'm not sick, I'm hoping to do at least two days of cardio and then um arms, core, legs on different days. So I've not done like a 40-minute leg day for quite a while, Mm. and I feel like it is time to meet that old friend again. (laughs) (laughs) It's been really nice to only like burn out my legs for that 10 minutes and then switch it and be Mm. like, whew, glad that's over, and burn out something else. But I am feeling the need to go into those longer workouts, um, of each body group. So I want to separate it out a little bit. And I like doing longer cardios too. So I'm aiming for about uh, 40, 45 minutes of solid cardio twice a week. And then the other days doing arms, core, and legs. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe add in a little extra core on the arm and legs days to take from your model. Because it'll help. It'll help on leg day. And like not to beat a dead horse. Uh, <laughs> That just died from racing a train. Um, But um, a thing about leg day is like, a lot of people dread it. And I definitely, like, I definitely don't enjoy leg day until I just do it. Yeah. Like, I, like, when it's leg day, which is usually like Tuesday, you know, (laughs) it's like like leg day comes around and I'm like, because it's just not, it's not. You know, usually you're wearing pants and no one's going to see, you know, these improvements that you've made. Sure. Um, I mean, most of the time. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, not that I'm like taking my shirt off in the winter either. Right. But it's like it just feels it's a, it's more fun to do like different variations of arm workouts and stuff like that. Yeah. But like once you just do like what you can do and challenge yourself a little bit with leg day, it makes a, a big difference. And what I was going to say was... But again, um, Jeff, 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 <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Cavalier, Jeff Cavalier on Athlete and X talks about like getting back to like basics with legs and mm. like people jump in with legs with a lot more weight than they're really ready to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they dread leg day when it's like, you can do so many variations of so many different leg exercises oh, yeah. that's like body weight where it's just like lower weights but like adding a different challenge and like you know you can do so many like one-legged things where it's like by the end of it you know you feel like you've done a a horrendous leg day and it's like but really you've just you've gotten a really strong form and you've you know you've gotten a lot more confident on these exercises and you're ready to maybe do more weight next time but this time it felt like you were just kind of you know you're just kind of, you know, going through the motions, but like, if you're really paying attention and you're really like, you're really investing in every rep, um, you know, leg day ends up being like, I, I sometimes have to back off of leg day because 
even though I'm not doing a ton of weight, mm -hmm. I know what I, I know at, at that point where I'm going to be like, I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow. Yeah. Like it's like however many reps of whatever kind of like squat or like side lunge or whatever. Like, I'm like, that was good. I hit this muscle group. <laughs> I need to quit now, even though like I could like just push myself. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be able to walk up a set of stairs tomorrow yes. because it, like, it just hits me so hard. And again, that, that could be a deficiency in, in my own training. Yeah. But like you can, you can really do a lot with legs without impressing people with how much you can deadlift oh, or, yeah. or squat. Some of my favorite ways to do leg day, because I also just go through phases where I dread leg day. And it's just because arm day is my favorite and core day is my second favorite. So there's nothing wrong with leg day. I hate to make it feel like it's like something wrong with it. It's not. I just the other ones are my like real favorites. It's just a normal workout, which I enjoy. It's like my me time. I love it. But um, you don't have to do just like squats. Like mm -hmm. leg days can be so boring because you're like, oh, I guess I got to just do squats and deadlifts. But... I really enjoyed, I'll do like some heavy lifting and then we'll do Pilates and oh my gosh, we will just be on fire, sweat dripping off my forehead, doing the most tiniest movement, like the tiniest little fire hydrant thing, 20 reps and I am just like shaking and intense, but I'm not putting pressure on my joints. Like I am getting such a good leg day in without like any of the dangers of like overlifting or hurting my knees or being too repetitive, like doing the same motion over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So um, mix up your leg day. If there's a day that you're dreading, mix it up. Mm -hmm. Do like do some heavy weights and then do some Pilates or do some heavy weights and then just do like some jump roping, like mix it up and make it fun. And like sometimes I feel like leg day can be like if we if we do a huge walk yeah. and like that's leg day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, if I climbed a little bit of elevation, <clears throat> that counts as like a stair climb, which is leg day and we're good. We're moving on. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you want to circle back around to like really train, you know, in, you know, different planes of movement and, and oh, you, know, nice. you want to go, you want to go. <laughs> I was like, I need to, I need to pull this out of thin yeah, air. Yeah. I need, I need to say something te technical instead of just oh, going different directions. I saw you whipped on the vocabulary. I was proud. <laughs> there was a, there was a sparkle in my eye. Um, so I also like just a complete hack because I am, but um, yeah, you want to circle back around and, and do like, some real, you know, some real training if, if that's part of your goal. But like, yeah, like if you can, if you can check that off the list, like we went on an enormous hike. Great. That's leg day. You're done. Yeah. Like, and you'll hit it next time. Totally. So that's been the show and we're having a great time. <laughs> I was going to go into like maybe like suggestions or recipes and stuff. Oh, but cool. I think like we talked a little bit about like Sarah Beth Yoga, which is a really great um, channel. Yes. That there's a lot of really great beginner stuff. I was going to say that too. Don't be intimidated by yoga thinking you're going to have to stand on one leg and like do these crazy things. Like just start so simple. Like mm -hmm. just start with a child's pose. Like pretty much you can start laying down. And like <laughs> I love the videos where you start laying down and then you just move your arms in a little bit of a different way. Mm -hmm. So if yoga seems like, you know, well, I can't, I can't even touch my toes right now. I've been so stiff or I'm so like out of shape. Um, just start with beginner stuff. Like just start somewhere and it, you'll get better in time. So don't even be intimidated by it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if, if you've done no yoga and if you've done very little training, like definitely the beginner stuff, because yeah. like, I, I don't really think about it. And like, that's, I think that's a testament to how much like gradual progress can like really help and like improve it's like i don't think about like some of the stuff in like the the, the 15 minute mm -hmm. videos is like it's not even really intermediate i, don't, not, you know, I yeah. don't do crazy i don't do crazy crazy yoga but i think if someone had never done it before and they tried to do some of those things like yeah like you could pull something yeah. <laughs> it's just like if you've never done it just start small and like definitely stuff that's that's marked beginner because like yeah like you know if it, some of the some of those some of those moves like you're really you're really stretching the hammies and you're you're really stretching different stuff and like it it's worth building up to and it, it it's going to surprise you how quickly you get there if you don't try to get ahead of yourself and it's just like just just enjoy like 
if it's something that'd be nice in the morning, if it's something that'd be nice before bed, like yeah. just enjoy that, that relaxing, like, because it just like, it just, it does move, move those toxins around and, and flush them out of your system just to get that movement. And, and it's like that bit of strain is uncomfortable in the moment, but then as soon as you're done, you feel a new sense of contentment just in your environment that you didn't have before because like, well, you know, I stretched, it didn't feel good, but now it feels really good. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's super relaxing. Yeah. It's funny. My friends would be like, Hey, since you're so into yoga now, and I'm like, (laughs) do I really talk about yoga that much? Kind of into yoga. (laughs) Yeah. But I can't even do like beyond intermediate. One time I was like, you know, we've been doing yoga for about a month. Let me turn on one of these power yoga videos. And oh my gosh, I could not do it. And I work out, I've worked out for 10 years. Like I used to be a dancer. I was like, I could do this. Nope. (laughs) Not even close. So I'd like to work up to that. But after how shamed I was of like, I don't know, dissing that yoga could be hard. um, I really had to just eat those words and just be like, okay, you know what? I am a beginner yoga person (laughs) and that's okay. And I still am after how many months we've been doing it every day. And I'm okay with that. I don't Mm. need to do any crazy moves because it does make me feel better every day. Mm. And if I even never advance and just keep doing what I'm doing, it feels great. So Mm. it's not even like if you start yoga, you have to become some weird, like, super yoga person. Like, it's just just really nice. Yeah, and um, I also mentioned um, Jeff Cavalier at PlanX. He has a program, but honestly, he has put out so much free stuff Mm -hmm. just on YouTube. Like, you can Google, like, Athlean X arms. You can Google Athlean X lower back pain. You can Google Athlean X knee pain. And just whatever, like, that channel. Um, it's geared more towards guys. There's there's one for women that I haven't looked into too much. I Like, I haven't found that to be as extensive or as um, insightful, mm-hmm. I think. Um, not to like throw any shade, like I'm, I'm giving, I'm definitely trying to like give him a, uh, a plug for, for that channel, um, just for what he does do really well. Um, and, but I think some of it, especially like the physical therapy side of things, like, I think that's applicable for basically anyone. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of like, you know, it's a, it's a guy one and a girl one, but but I I do both. Sarah Beth's for both too, but she does have videos that's like, Hey, if you've got cramps, this is the video to do. Like she's like, I get cramps, (laughs) (laughs) but we're not talking about those. We're talking about those. No, she has really good, just like, um, I feel like her digestion ones, mm. I know those aren't geared towards girls, but I'm like, all the people that I hear have stomach problems are girls. <laughs> but Well, I'm going to the gastro I in, know, now in February. I've, I've got some, some stomach stuff. But uh, she's, I think she's also pivoted into like lifestyle and, and stuff like that that I haven't really looked into much. She's done like a lot of like live streams or she's like doing Q&As. Yeah. And like I haven't looked at a lot of her newer stuff, um, but... She's got a huge catalog of free yoga videos that are just, it, it's easy to follow along. Mm-hmm. And even if one's not like, not, you know, not, not suiting your fancy, like yeah. you can, you can find another one almost immediately. That's like exactly what you need. Yeah. Sometimes I change the video if I don't vibe with the music or if shit's going like faster than I want it to. <laughs> it's like you said, if shit's going faster than I, I want it to. <laughs> I meant like if the video is kind of faster than I wanted to. I'm probably leaving that in. <laughs> uh, okay, so if it's going faster than I wanted it's going to, going faster than I wanted to, then I'll I'm change out. the video. So don't watch one video and just be like, "Oh man, this is obnoxious." Like oh, try yeah. a different one because mm-hmm. there's there's some videos that I don't like myself, and so I just switch it up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Those are our suggestions for the week. Um, this has been great. This has been really fun. Yeah, I've enjoyed this. It's been good. <laughs> I think we should just, 
you know, put on headphones in front of the microphone and just, just chit chat. Just talk again to we're each other. Right at almost an hour fifteen. Whoa! Right now, yeah, right. I'm gonna have to do some edi- editing. <laughs> but um, talking, folks. Uh, yeah. Special thanks to um, the channels we mentioned for helping us on our journey. Uh, yeah. Anyone for listening? I guess our you know parents for raising us. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want any of this to to show poorly on them. They're great. Uh, I know, love them. Everybody's everybody's good. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say like because we suggested these channels that like they share our views. I don't know that, that like we don't want like if you don't like us, don't like don't be like oh well I guess they're bad too. Like if you find me yeah. annoying, don't assume that that those channels are also not worth looking Just, into because they are. <laughs> yeah, come with an open mind if you can. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, special thanks to. You know, you and me. I was going to say, us. special thanks to you, Dan. That's what I was going to say. And to anyone listening to this, especially if you made it all the way to the yeah. end. Cause Props to you. Finding a finding a podcast you actually like is I know. really aggravating. I've got like one that I like. <laughs> no, I like maybe two. I realized that halfway through this, my voice was just like this drone. And I was like, ah, change that. <laughs> I either have to change that or... Everyone's gonna change the channel. Oh, that's it. Good night, folks. <laughs>